This week, Twitch Prime rebranding, Xbox X Cloud, QuakeCon at Home recap, and the latest on the unexpected feud impacting mobile gaming. Roger, zero, G, G, G. Howdy and welcome. It's your boy Neutron, back at it again. I'll be sharing the latest gaming news bites from this week and last week. Twitch Prime has been rebranded as Prime Gaming, and it will offer even more free gaming content for Amazon Prime members. Prime Gaming's free loot can still be claimed across all gaming platforms, including the next-gen consoles when they launch. Currently, all free indie games will only be available on PC for now. Now you'll be able to claim your free games and loot directly through Amazon instead of through Twitch. Starting August 11th, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers are able to start playing Game Pass games streamed on their mobile devices via xCloud. Game Pass Ultimate streaming will officially launch September 15th and it will support above 100 games on launch. This is Microsoft's response to PlayStation Now, Nvidia GeForce, and Google Stadia. With xCloud, it'll give mobile users the power to stream games on their devices on the go with the same quality as a console would. This year, we celebrated QuakeCon's 25th a little differently. Due to the global pandemic impacting our daily lives, the gaming industry is finding new ways to continue celebrating video games with their loyal fans. QuakeCon at Home was a full three-day event with different panels, tournaments from the different Bethesda teams across the globe streamed all on Twitch. I personally celebrated by playing with two of my best friends that have attended the event with me in the last several years. Ended up playing ESO, a little bit of Wolfenstein Youngblood, and taking advantage of that Steam sale on all the Bethesda titles. In Bethesda's Welcome to QuakeCon showcase, we got updates on several of their games. Doom Eternal has an upcoming campaign expansion, The Ancient Gods, Part 1. You'll travel to previously uncharted realms of the Doom universe and confront a new challenge head-on with the Ancient Gods. When Part 1 releases for Doom Eternal later this year. This DLC expansion is part of the year pass included in the Doom Eternal Deluxe Edition, or you can purchase digitally. There will be a full trailer reveal at Gamescon opening night on August 25th. On top of that, Doom Eternal is getting more features in the coming months, including the release of Invasion Mode, more Master Levels, new playable demons in Battle Mode, and competitive rank modes. We also got updates for Elder Scrolls Online. Following the Greymourn DLC, the next chapter of the Dark Heart of Skyrim, a year-long adventure, the Stonethorn will be available August 24th on PC and Mac and Google Stadia, and on September 1st for PS4 and Xbox One. ESO is coming to Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. If you currently own or plan to purchase an Xbox One or PS4 copy of ESO between now and launch of ESO's next-gen version, for Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, you can upgrade free to that version. There's no planned release date uh, for when we're getting this new version, uh, but please stay tuned. And there are plans to support backwards compatibility. One day you decide to play on your PS5, you want to go play in your bedroom because that's where you have your PS4, you play on the PS4, boom. You can play on either one. It'll be cross, cross save? Yeah, cross save. We also got some updates for Fallout 76. Uh, this year, the Fallout team, uh, they shared their 2020 roadmap, which started with the Wastelanders DLC earlier in the year. Uh, this included a new main quest, new creatures and gear, human NPCs back in the game, 
and a new reputation system. Uh, the summer DLC introduced seasons, they added legendary perks, uh, public teams, which is a new way to play uh, with others, and a new legendary boss event. They added community challenges and different weekly events. The fall update includes one wasteland. You'll be able to go anywhere with anyone and take on challenges regardless of your level, very similar to what uh, ESO did with one Tamriel. They're also adding a new new quest line called Steel Dawn, uh, new daily ops uh, with earnings, scaling rewards, season two refresh. The winter update includes a continuation of Steel Dawn storyline with new NPCs, quests, and companions to the wasteland. There's new perk loadouts that are easily customizable, camp shelters, new expeditions, and another season refresh. It would also include new daily ops and a holiday event. One of the new games coming is Ghostwire Tokyo. The latest update is, you can pet the dog now. <laughs> uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is an upcoming game to be available on PS5 and PC. In this game, Tokyo is overrun by deadly supernatural forces after 99% of the city's population vanished. You use a powerful arsenal of spectral abilities to fight the paranormal threat and unravel the mystery behind the mass disappearance. I'll share a link in the description of this episode. Another new game is Deathloop. It's a game by Arcane Leon. Deathloop transports you to the mysterious island of Black Reef, where an eternal struggle between two extraordinary assassins will determine the island's future. As Colt, you must find a way to put to end to the time loop, trapping the island in an endless cycle, all while being hunted by the island's inhabitants. Using your powerful weapons and abilities, you'll need to take out eight key targets across the stunning yet chaotic island before the day resets in order to break the loop once and for all. But lurking in the shadows is rival assassin Juliana, whose sole mission is to take Colt out and keep the loop going. Learn from each cycle, try new paths and approaches, and break the loop. This game will be launching exclusively on PlayStation 5 and PC. Now let's get to the big news. I don't think anyone saw this one coming. Epic, Epic Games, is suing Apple and Google for removing Fortnite from the respective app stores. But how did we get here? On August 13th, again, on, on a single day all of this happened, Epic offered a new direct payment in Fortnite on Apple and Android devices to get around the app store fee. Currently, that's 30% cut from the developers on all purchases. Apple then removed Fortnite from the App Store because they broke terms of service. Epic then follows up with mocking Apple's iconic 1984 Macintosh ad that sets to break the rule of IBM's control in the computer industry. Then it's followed up with Epic Games suing Apple. Google then follows up and also removes Fortnite from Google Play Store, but they did say that Developers can still distribute apps through multiple app stores due to the open Android ecosystem. So letting users know that they can still download the game and play it, just not through their store. But Epic then follows up by suing Google as well. Then over the weekend, on August 17th, Apple threatened Fortnite to cut them off from their developer agreement if they don't comply within two weeks with their rules. The Apple developer program is necessary to distribute apps on the iOS devices and Mac developer tools. In all honesty, I believe Epic has the upper hand here. I mean, they are owners of Unreal Engine, the software that many app developers and video game uh, devs use to build their, their games for their graphic rendering. Epic could use that to an advantage, causing a larger problem to Apple if they decide to remove any compatibility with Apple systems. You know Epic Games definitely had a game planning ahead of time, well knowing that their latest update will have ripple effects as Apple and Google would not stay put. 
those same guidelines on the Apple Store ban services that rely on streaming games from the cloud, blocking millions of users from having access to Microsoft xCloud service. A streaming service like this makes it a bit hard for Apple to have full control on what games are available to play or access in the App Store, which is also why we don't see Google Stadia or NVIDIA GeForce Now on iOS. Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney said in a tweet, At the most basic level, we're fighting for the freedom of people who bought smartphones to install apps from the sources of their choosing, the freedom for creators of apps to distribute them as they choose, and the freedom of both groups to do business directly. The fight isn't over Epic wanting a special deal. It's about the basic freedoms of all consumers and developers. Whatever happens from this feud will have very large impact in the mobile gaming industry. Or gaming industry in general. And Apple might be left out of the future of gaming streaming services. But that's all for this week. Hopefully you had a chance to pick up some games from the Steam sale Sage shared last week. Uh, any new games on the horizon that you're very excited about? Or do you get a chance to try out Microsoft's xCloud streaming service? Please let me know. We would like to thank you for listening to this episode of Gamerloop Radio. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so by following us on Twitter at Gamerloop Radio or send us an email at GamerloopRadio at GamerloopNetwork.com. You can find additional episodes of Gamerloop Radio on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Thank you for listening to our podcast.